Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include but are not limited to professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Your discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Do you want to know one of the saddest realizations I recently had? Was that as a liberal woman, it is really hard to find a man who is willing to play the more traditional masculine role in the relationship in today's day and age. Who is not a conservative? Now, one of the things you're going to find here is that she's saying out loud what what most people know intuitively, uh, even though we're not really allowed to say it. And so what, one of the things that she's saying out loud is that essentially she's looking around. She's surrounded by liberal men because she's liberal, like she's politically liberal. So she's politically liberal. She's a feminist. She's surrounded by male feminists. And one of the things she's saying is that for some strange reason, and she doesn't even know why, she finds all of these liberal men to be repulsive, and she finds herself attracted to conservative men. And we ought to think about, well, why is that actually happening? <laughs> so why is she, you know, she's surrounded by these men who are doing exactly what she's telling them to do, right? So they're, they're, they bought feminism, right? They agree with it. They agree with the basic premises of, femis, uh, of feminism, that men and women are functioning the same, that a woman can basically doing do anything the man can do, uh, functioning better. And when she's surrounded by these liberal men who are not going to do simple things like hold the door for her or pay for her meal because of equality and all that, she doesn't find herself attracted to them, and she doesn't really know why. And she finds herself attracted to conservative men, and she doesn't really get it. You know, she doesn't understand why is that the case, and what is she supposed to do with that? And you know, because we're living in God's world, one of the things you realize is that. We're living in the world that he's designed, and he's designed men and women to be fundamentally different, and they're designed for different purposes, and, and they're designed for different functions. And because they're designed for different purposes and different functions, we know intuitively, whether or not we're allowed to say it, that men and women are different, and men and women are going to be attracted to their opposite. And the reason why they're attracted to their opposite is because this is God's world. And this is what God has made. And God's designed men and women for different roles. And then our sense, like our, our intuitive sense of what is attractive to us is going to be tied to the, like it's going to be tied to the type of person who is willing to perform the type of role that God has designed them to perform. And so when she's looking around at liberal men, she's realizing that intuitively, she knows this without even being able to communicate it or know why or say it, they're not living up to the roles that God has designed for them. And that's why she's not attracted to them. A man who wants to pay on the first date, who wants to open your door, who has that 
want and desire to take care of you and to provide. See, so notice how it's tied to the roles, the very roles that she's rejecting, okay? So like the central pr principle of feminism is that men, women can do anything a man can do and better. And, you know, the central pr pr premise of feminism is that she wants to be an independent woman. She wants to be a woman who doesn't need a man. And so functionally, that's what her brain tells her, that happiness is going to be found being an independent woman who doesn't need a man to do anything for her because she can take care of herself and she doesn't really need anything that a man has to provide. Uh, but then she's looking around. She's finding, hey, I'm attracted to the kind of men who are going to be what? They're going to be protectors. They're going to be providers. They're going to honor me as if I'm the weaker vessel, as if I'm in need of protection and need of care and in need of provision. So her brain is telling her one thing, but then her emotions and her heart is telling her something quite different. Who is not a conservative. And obviously, as a liberal woman, I do want to be respected for my independence. And I do want to have my own autonomy in the relationship and not be confined or conform to the traditional female homemaker. All right, so think about this now. So what she's what she's communicating is she's communicating the quiet part out loud. So she's communicating that she finds liberal men to be absolutely repelling and unattractive. And then when she thinks about like the conservative men, the one who are going to be protectors, the one who are going to be providers, she says that fundamentally she finds herself to be attracted to those kind of men. But then now she's stating her basic fundamental beliefs. So her basic fundamental beliefs is that she wants her autonomy. And she wants her independence. She wants to be able to make her own decisions. She doesn't want to be told what to do with her body. She doesn't want anyone to tell her that she's designed to have kids. She doesn't want anyone to tell her what to do. So she doesn't want you know, the conservative man who is going to think that he's in charge of the relationship. So she doesn't want any of that. But then what she wants is she, she does want the man who is going to protect her and provide her, try to care for her and try to cherish her. So she wants all of those things. And so what she's trying to say is that she wants all the roles – that God has designed. So she wants a man who's going to fulfill all the roles that God has designed for men to fulfill. But then when you ask her, like when you think about it, you flip it on the other side, you say, well, well, what are you there for then? Okay. So what are you there for? So she wants a man who's going to do that. But then like in terms of, well, what are you committed to do? She's basically saying that she doesn't want to be tied down to any of the roles that God has designed for her, right? So she wants a man to fulfill all the roles that God's designed that man to fulfill. And everything she basically said, I mean, you can just read it straight out of the Bible. It's all the things that God's designed men to do. So she wants a man to be committed to those things. And that's not what these liberal men, these you know male feminists are committed to. They're not committed to anything, right? They'd be more than willing to sit home all day long and watch the kids themselves. And while she goes out to work and... Um, like, so they'd be those kind of men who are willing to, you know, be the stay at home dads or something like that. And she fundamentally finds that repelling and unattractive, but so she wants, like, she wants a man and she knows this. And, and so the reason why she wants this is because she's living in God's world. It's designed the way God's designed it to be. So she wants a man to step in and do all the things that God's called him to do. But then on her end, on her own end, she's unwilling to do any of the things that God's designed her to do childbearing role and most of the men that I've dated who do have that more natural provider masculinity about them are normally conservative so I don't really know what to do because I don't want to compromise my morals and values just to find a man but am I asking to have my cake and eat it too <laughs> all right so 
So one of the things that's happening here is that like in her mind, she knows that there's somewhat of an inconsistency here. So she knows that there's somewhat of an inconsistency, meaning like she as a political liberal understands that if she if she's looking for a liberal uh, you know, man, so to speak, she's not going to find that. So she's looking out in the world that God's designed and she's saying, hey, the liberal men I'm seeing, they're revolting, they're unattractive to me. I want a man who's fundamentally going to be committed to be a conservative man, who me- meaning like that man's going to make certain commitments to protect me, to provide for me, to care for me, to uh, cherish me. So I want, I want what the conservative men have, but I don't want to commit myself to be what these conservative men want me to be. Now – like she understands that that like there's something fundamentally off about that, and that's why she's laughing, and that's why she's making <laughs> the facial expression that she's making right now. Is she understands that, that that that's a little bit hypocritical? But I don't understand. I don't think she understands it's hypocritical for the right kind of reason. So she understands it to be hypocritical, meaning like like it's it's kind of hypocritical for me as a liberal person to say, hey, I want to marry a conservative, and then my liberal values are clashing with these conservative values, and so it's it's it, it like am I ask am i uh, asking to have my cake and eat it too meaning like i'm looking at this conservative man and i'm expecting him to let me be a liberal while he's a conservative and so i'm basically taking all the things that he wants and i'm saying no to all the things that he wants but i'm asking him to say yes to all the things that i want so that's that's essentially what she's saying hey am i asking to have my cake and eat it too and she's obviously she thinks she is like she thinks she is in a certain sense being a little bit inconsistent there in that like she's asking this conservative man to make in her mind political compromises that she's not willing to make. But then it actually goes deeper than that. I mean, it, it, like the inconsistency is much more profound than what she even realizes at this point. And what I mean by that is like the, the inconsistency here is that when you think about what she's actually asking, like she's asking for a man to basically give her a blank check to have no purpose in her marriage whatsoever. That's what she's wanting. So she's asking a man to sign up, to protect her, to provide for her, to care for her, to to assume all those roles. So he's going to be the protector. He's going to be the provider. He's going to treat her as if she's like something that is precious. Like he's going to open the doors for her. He's going to pay for her meals. He's going to do all these things. He's going to put food on the table for her. And then when you think about what is she committing to in this relationship, functionally she's committing to absolutely nothing in the relationship. She's basically committing to be a taker. She's committing to say, hey, I expect you to do all the roles, and this is not the language she's using, but I expect you to do all the roles that God's designed you to do, and I'm not going to do any of the roles that God's designed me to do. So fundamentally, I'm just there. Like, I'm, like this relationship is all about me, fundamentally, deep down. This relationship's about me and what I want. I want you to serve me, and I'm going to do nothing for you in return. I'm going to do nothing. You, you exist to serve me. And so that's, that's fundamentally the problem with feminism is that feminism views women as God and men as their slaves. And that's essentially what she's want. And she's saying the quiet part out loud. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. 
If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.